Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of It Ain't Week to Speak. My name is Sam Webb and I'm here to share some of the most epic conversations I get to have with some of the most fascinating people on our planet. Every episode is dedicated to elevating the conversation around mental health because it ain't week to speak. I'm a massive believer that a conversation could change and save a life for the better. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to It Ain't Week to Speak. My name is Sam Webb. If you've been here for however long you've been on this podcast, listening and taking the time out of your day, I'm seriously so grateful to have you here and part of the Living family. Thank you for all of your invested time into your own life and whoever else's you've affected along the way. If you found this podcast in Spotify, Apple, Podchase, anywhere else you get your podcast and you've stopped by to listen, I hope it's a great experience for you. We're always open to feedback and comments and reviews. So please take a few moments if you can to rate the podcast, leave a review, let me know your thoughts. Tag me on Instagram, Facebook, let me know your feedback, anyone you'd like to see on the podcast, topics that you know maybe we haven't covered before and maybe I can dive into them and use my own life experiences and what I've learned along the way to educate other people. That being said, I'm very, very grateful for your time and showing up here every week. It is a part of you know self-help, I guess. You know, I listen to podcasts all the time, whether I'm running, whether I'm sitting on an airplane or sometimes just chilling around the home. And I feel like you can learn so much greatness from podcasts and it might not be the entire episode, but there might be little snippets along the way where you can really relate to. So I always say it's time well spent, no matter what you learn. I think if you're learning something and it's helpful, I think it's always positive. Anyway, enough about that. Let's get straight to today's podcast then, shall we? Today, I'm going to be talking about three ways to manage stress and how you can let go of that. This is something that's extremely personal to me something that I struggle with still day in and day out with my own anxieties and my own worrying and overthinking and all that stuff that comes along with it. And I'm sure I'm not the only one here and I'm sure people who are listening right now can relate to me on on a number of those fronts. Stress is unavoidable, you know, in this modern life, that's for sure, but it doesn't have to be and it doesn't have to get you down and take over your life. I think that's a big difference between, you know, how to manage stress positively and productively or if it's kind of taken over your life and limiting you from making decisions and interacting with the same people or business ventures or things in your life becoming too overwhelming. And I guess that's what's brought me to this podcast today. I wanted to write this up and chat with you guys about not only my life experiences, but things that I'm trying to work on, things that I've learned along the way as well, which have been extremely helpful. But again, it is a learning experience for all of us. But whether it's, you know, work, money, family, you know, they all can create daily stress while bigger issues, you know, like 
loss or trauma or battling, you know, chronic mental health conditions. These are all things that can contribute to your underlying stress levels. And we should never undervalue the impact that these can have on our lives. And hopefully today I can share with you some really positive strategies and tools that you could employ in your life. And you may already be employing them, but how you can do them better and things that probably aren't really so helpful where you can hopefully stop doing. So you can kind of break free of that and let go so you can live a better life. But if you approach stress in the right way, I've always found that it won't rule your life and it can even be good for you. And here are ways to deal with stress, reduce its harm, and even use your daily stress to make you better. Stress affects us, you know, in a number of ways, physically, emotionally, and in varying, you know, intensities. Research has shown, guys, that stress can sometimes be positive. Like I mentioned, it makes us more alert. It can help us perform better in certain situations. But so it's important to notice and note that stress can be beneficial in certain amounts. However, I'll make this really clear, stress has only been found to be beneficial if it's short-lived. You know, excessive or chronic or prolonged stress can lead to illnesses such as, you know, long-term mental health problems such as anxiety or depression or maybe even heart disease. And during situations that make you feel threatened or upset, your body creates a stress response. And this can cause a variety of physical symptoms that change the way you behave in social situations or in relationships or in your life at work. And it can lead you to experience more intense emotions. And one of the things that I've found really interesting after doing, you know, not only research, my own experiences, speaking with other people is we all have this perception of stress and, you know, we can, let's just take a moment to step back from it, right? What's your perception of stress? You know, while we know that stress is associated and it can be associated with health problems, plenty of people with high stress, you know, lives are thriving. And I always ask, you know, how is that possible? And I've since uncovered this little golden nugget. And I feel like it all starts with changing your perception with what stress actually is. And stress itself can affect the mind and body, as I've mentioned, and they are extrinsically linked together. And you can view stress as something that is wreaking havoc on your body, and it can, or as something that is giving you the strength and maybe the energy and the motivation, you know, to overcome adversity or problems or significant events in your life. And here's a quick way to think about these two very different views of stress. One, When I'm stressed, my body releases, you know, things like adrenaline and cortisol. My heart is beating faster. I'm feeling agitated and anxious, kind of sweaty palms, all the things that come with that stressor response, the fight or flee mentality. The common view is, and what a lot of people are probably thinking, me included, stress is increasing my risk for cardiovascular disease and a heart attack. What's the alternative view is, you know, maybe it's my heart is working harder and my body is adapting and mobilizing its energy so that I can get ready for this challenge that is in front of me. The body is a smart machine, so don't ever discount that or undervalue the importance and the smartness of your body. You know, the other one is when I'm stressed, my stress response is causing, you know, my breathing rate to increase. You know, and this is something that resonates with me. It's like taking these big gulps of air and I'm like, Ah, it's like debilitating at times, you know, and is the common view, look, my fast breathing is a sign of anxiety. 
I worry about how stress is affecting my mental and physical health. Again, on the alternative view, I should take a deep breath, take a step back. My fast breathing means more oxygen is getting to my brain so I can think more clearly. It's kind of like this motor car that's very smart, it's a really good engine, and it knows exactly what it's doing. So it's kind of like reshaping your perception or your definition with what actually is stress and how it is affecting you and which way you want to kind of deal with it from the brain to the body or the body to the brain kind of thing. When I'm stressed, my heart and circulatory system responds causing my blood pressure to rise. And that's the same for everybody. Okay, but what is the common view? I can feel my blood pressure rising. My nervous system is wreaking havoc. This can't be good for my health. Okay, then you're giving yourself negative feedback or maybe more positive is maybe these changes are allowing more oxygen and you know nutrients sorry, to fuel my muscles and my body so that I can adapt and be agile to this situation. You know, I'm feeling stronger and now I'm ready to tackle this challenge head on. It's probably clear to you that, you know, the alternative view is the better choice for thinking about stress. And it may be hard to believe that such a small shift in thinking could make a real difference, but it really does, you know. Now, let's move on to how to manage stress. And I'm going to share with you ways, things that, you know, work for me. And there are things that don't work for me. Take them or leave them. And these are things that I've researched and I've, you know, had conversations with other people, especially in the field of psychology and mental health. But the first step towards reducing stress is really learning what your individual triggers are. Everyone's very different. What stresses you might not stress me. What makes you feel overwhelmed may not make me feel overwhelmed. And that is parts of life. And if you know what pushes your buttons, then you need to avoid it or try and deal with it better. But there are stresses we have to accept. So we must change our reactions to them so that you know, our thinking, the way we deal with them, how we manage them. Now, there are a range of ways and tools and strategies, you know, to reduce or manage stress. And these are all available. You'll find them all online. These aren't new. I'm not sharing things with you that are new. Okay. But the things and a simple, most effective and the fastest way to reduce stress is simple breathing exercises. Focus on your breath, pushing all your thoughts aside Try and just stop what you're doing. If you find yourself in an extremely stressful, uncomfortable, overwhelming situation, just stop. Plant your two feet on the ground and practice simple breathing exercises. Be conscious of the breath coming in and going out and focus on the sensation of inhaling and exhaling and where that lands in your body. There are a range of different breathing techniques, box breathing, inhale for four, hold for four, breathe out for four. This is the one that I do, the one that I feel most comfortable with is in for four, holding for four and letting go for eight seconds. Okay, that's one that I kind of is my go-to, okay, when I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed and the other one that I kind of go to and this is one that I've picked up off, you know, doing a lot of research and they said this is probably the best one. It's called the physiological sigh. It's kind of like taking a. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Breath all the way in, and then doing that extra one at the top, like... And slow out. So you breathe all the way in till you feel like you can't breathe anymore, then you stop, and then you just try and squeeze that little bit extra out. And then breathe out and see how that makes you feel. But again, there are a range of different, you know, breathing techniques that you can try. It's whichever one kind of makes you feel most comfortable, I guess. But breathing exercises are the single most effective and the fastest way to reduce stress and get your body in a relaxation mode and get you out of that fight or flight sensation. There are relaxation exercises and sometimes known as the progressive muscle relaxation If you don't know what this is, I'm going to drop a video link in the show notes where you can practice it. It will be a guide so that you can see it and you can learn how to do it quite simply. It's practice kind of like tensing certain muscle groups of your body and then releasing each of those muscle groups. And if, you know, the science says if your body is physiologically relaxed, then you can't be stressed. I don't know about you, but I always, I'm very somatic, which basically means I'm very in touch with the way that I feel from a bodily sensation. So if my body feels kind of overworked, something doesn't feel right, stomach's a little bit nauseous or feeling hot and flustered, maybe I've got sweaty palms or my vision's kind of like super aware, I feel like I'm super hyper alert, you know, I'm so dialed in on that. And it's a good thing and it's a bad thing because sometimes it creates more overthinking and anxieties. So for me, I've got to be super mindful that in order to you know reduce that stress and physiological sensations, I, I have to do whatever's the fastest, most effective for me. And that for me is breathing. And another one that I will admit is the best one for me is exercise. And exercise can be a great stress reliever that releases endorphins. We all know that. That's simple science. It's available everywhere. It helps you blow off steam. In particular, you know, like 
walking or running. It provides this rhythmic kind of breathing and a movement that can help you readjust your focus and kind of reduce stress. And when you head out for a walk or even a light run at a stressful time, it can provide a perspective that allows you to return to your situation in kind of a new frame of mind. For me, like one of my biggest, you know, signs and my bodily sensations is I kind of get this, and I've mentioned it, like my breath is kind of lost and it's like out of rhythm or out of flow. And it's crazy because I feel so like that and exerted. But then if I put some runners on and go for like a 10-minute jog, which I'll do a little longer than that, but if I did a 10-minute jog, it's like after the first five minutes, it takes me about five minutes to sort of get out of my anxious mindset and a bit overwhelmed. And then you get in this rhythm and it's just, it's wild how quickly it can change. And it's crazy because it, it throws me back into the right rhythm of breathing. It's super interesting. Now, while there are a lot of, you know, things you can do, and another one is goal setting. When people set goals for themselves, and I mentioned this in one of my prior episodes, five secrets to a killer morning routine. If you haven't listened to it, go and check it out. But I always say, set challenges, not goals. It's some kind of mindset shift. I find it super helpful. But the thing about setting challenges for yourself is they have a positive sense of commitment. They kind of allow you to feel like you're in control and you're optimistic and you're kind of working towards something that's greater than yourself. And I believe it's important to set challenges in your life that revolve around you know your personal life, things like relationships, what you do in your free time, whether it's creatively, play or, or health, and then your professional life, kind of like your career, what you're striving for. All of these tools and strategies, and again, there are many more out there. These are just three that work for me, I found. And I've had conversations with various people over the years, and these are always popping up for them as well. And I'm not perfect. I don't automatically go to these. Sometimes I bounce to something that's negative and I go, shit, that didn't work. You know what I mean? And I'm like, why am I falling back into old habits? But it all comes down to giving yourself self-compassion and you know being kind to yourself you're your own worst critic and what we say to ourselves it radically affects the quality of our lives and our ability to do things effectively you can't change the fact that highly stressful things happen in life right we all go through our own shit but you can change how you interpret and respond to these events and when difficulties arrive in life relational personal professional you can practice being kind and understanding rather than smashing yourself critically. You know, you can give yourself support and encouragement rather than being harsh and judgmental. And if you're under stress, you know, let me ask you this what questions or messages are you sending to yourself? Are they alarming? Like, oh no, this is horrible. Or are they reassuring? Like, I've got this, man. I can do this. I can handle it. When bad things happen, how do you explain them to yourself? Do you generalize? Like, Life sucks. It's always this way. Why me? Or do you localize the issue? That was a rough experience, but it's over now. You know, when good things come your way, what do you tell yourself? Do you chalk it up to chance? Oh, that was a lucky thing. I can't believe that happened to me. Well, at least something went right this time. Or do you give yourself some credit? Like I'm really getting the hang of this and, you know, I deserved that. That was something that I've worked my absolute ass off for. I deserve this. 
You know, do you decrease your stress by learning to talk to yourself in a positive, self-compassionate, in a reassuring way? And trust me, this shit takes practice, you know, but the results are worth the effort. Effort comes across in trying to turn powerful negative words to more neutral, positive words that can actually help you neutralize your experience instead of using words like, I fucking hate traffic or this makes me so mad, I'm about to lose it. You can use words like, I don't like that and that really makes me feel annoyed, makes me feel uncomfortable sitting in traffic. It sounds a little milder than, I hate this fucking traffic, this is driving me crazy, you know? Change negative to neutral or even positive. And as you find yourself, you know, mentally complaining about something, rethink your assumptions. You know, ask yourself, see if you can come up with a neutral or a positive interpretation. Think before you speak to others. The same applies to yourself. Think before you speak to yourself. Okay? Having your plans cancelled at the last minute can be seen as a negative, of course. But what you do with your newly freed schedule can be what you make of it. Change statements to questions. You know, like self-limiting statements like, I can't handle this. I'm never going to be able to get it. This shit's impossible. They're particularly damaging because they increase your stress and they stop you from searching for solutions. And it only adds to your self-criticalization. So instead, flip it on its head. Try a question like, how can I handle this? Deep breathing. Take a step back. You know, how is this possible? I feel like there is a solution for this. And if I'm not in the right headspace right now, I'm feeling, you know, highly tense, highly strung. My stresses are kicking in. Just stop. Take a seat. Put your two feet on the ground and practice some deep breathing exercises. The thing where we can wrap all of this around is the fact that we all experience stress in our lives and it's how we handle it and it's how we manage it. Some stress isn't bad for you. Some stress is actually really helpful in your life. It's when it becomes controlling. It's when it becomes overwhelming and overbearing and chronic. We must get on top of that because if we are living from a place of freeness and a place of surrender and letting go and trusting that it's all going to be okay and that you've got this and reframing your perception of stress and the impacts that it might be having on your body and yourself and changing you know, some of the words you use when you're complaining or berating yourself, maybe make them more neutral, more positive, you can really feel that burden lift from you and quite fast to be honest so i urge each and every one of you in times of stress please practice some of these strategies and tools research maybe do some of your own research and find other tools and share with me what's working for you you know these are the some of the ones that work for me there are a range of different things you can do to relieve stress meditation seeking mental and professional support cbt therapy that there is a list of these things i'm talking about the things that i've got at my disposal that I can do any single day and it all relies upon me. I've got the control to change it. So go forth, legends, take good care of yourself and manage your stress and learn to let go. If you like this podcast, as I always say, please review, please leave a you know a rating, rate me five star if you like it, leave a one star if you hate it. Just share with me what you like, what you don't like. Please leave a comment. You know, share this podcast far and wide because 
it's not about getting likes and comments and ratings. What it's really about is getting this podcast to show up in other people's feeds around the world so that we can influence and impact others so that they can live better. And that's what this is all about so that we can help one another live the best life that we possibly can. Anyway, without further ado, love you guys. Appreciate you as always. And I can't wait to speak to you again on the next episode of It Ain't Week to Speak. Thank you for listening in to another episode of It Ain't Week to Speak. Please subscribe to the show and help us climb the charts so that we can attract new listeners and change more lives. If you found something very useful in this episode, please share and spread the love to as many people as you can. Don't forget to leave a review or a comment so that we can grow this community together because a conversation can save a life. If you want to continue this chat, please join me on the podcast Facebook group at living.org. I can't wait to share the next episode with you. But in the meantime, we're going to the top. And remember, it ain't weak to speak. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.